1: Stand by in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello and welcome to Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Sierra Starks. And I'm Carolyn Hall. That lovely voice you heard counting us into show was Emily Allen. She is a producer at NBC5 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So today, we are discussing moments. And I say that with a lot of drama because... (laughs) (laughs) Why? Right? I I don't know. (laughs) I actually have no idea. Because I feel like it's a very, like, elusive word, right? Um, So this is a topic that came about because it is right in Carolyn Hall's wheelhouse. Hey, Carolyn. (laughs) Hey, Sierra. What's a moment?
2: A moment is something that takes place where a person is just being themselves they're just being a human being whether it be you know they trip on a sidewalk or they burn themselves on the stove or you know there are tears of joy for this momentous occasion all of these are moments and it is that emotion that is on display with this person that other people can relate to because we all experience these emotions and these moments in various ways. And it is it is a driver for for a connection between your story subject and your audience because we all have these emotions and it becomes this bridge that connects the subject to the audience. Does that and Am I, does but, that make sense? I don't know. Right,
1: right, right, right. No. no, no. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Okay. And I say I say elusive because I feel like we missed them all the time when we go out on stories right well that Um,
2: they're they're happening all the time right and so you're always going to miss moments but it's it's important to recognize that that you will miss moments and also recognizing that another moment is about to happen and you just need to position yourself in order to capture that with your camera So it's like if you miss a moment, it's not the end of the world because your story subject is a
1: human being and another moment is guaranteed to happen and you just got to be ready for it. All right. So a few years ago, Carolyn gave this all star presentation about moments at the MPPA Women in Visual Journalism Conference in Denver. I was in attendance and we were also working together at the time. And because here on the podcast, we firmly believe in arming our listeners with the tools they need to champion for a more successful experience in the newsroom. I believe one of the ways you can do that is to make your story shine. Now, to make your story shine, you need to have moments. And so you'll hear our guests talk about that in just a moment. Hey, Carolyn, who's our guest? So our guest for this episode is Katherine Stewart. She
2: is a photojournalist at WTVF in Nashville. She is a rock star. She's an amazing human being, and she's uh, an incredibly talented storyteller, Um, she's won numerous NPPA awards and she is also a recipient of a national morrow. Hello, big deal. And, and yeah, so I sat down with her and talked to her, um, a little bit ago, um, during an NPPA board meeting and she offered her thoughts and insight on what moments are and how to capture them. here with Catherine Stewart of WTVF in Nashville, Tennessee. Catherine has been a photojournalist with WTVF for six years and we're super excited to have her here as part of the podcast Women on Deadline. So Catherine, thank you so much for offering your time and joining us here. Thank you.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So we, Sierra and I were really interested
2: in having you a part of our podcast and to be interviewed because we wanted to talk to you about moments and what it is that you perceive a moment to be, why they're important, why you choose to capture them, and how you implement them into your storytelling. But maybe before we get into that, is there anything that you would like to tell us about yourself? I guess kind of um, filling us in about your background, giving us an idea of your experiences so that we can have a, a better understanding of like of who you are and where where you've been.
3: Um. Let's. So yeah, I've been in Nashville for six years. Um. I'm born and raised in Alaska, so I worked there for about eight months, um, and then I came to Nashville. And yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in a closet now. So oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I totally so. Like, there's <laughs> that. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. where I've come.
2: <laughs> You've come so far. I forgot to let everybody know <sighs> that we are definitely together in a hotel room, in a closet, on the floor. <laughs> we are in Athens, Georgia, for the MPPA's uh, National In Person Annual Board of Directors Meeting. Um, Catherine is a recent elected board member and I am the vice president of the National Press Photographers Association, and so I wanted to take this opportunity to snag a moment of Catherine's time uh, to to pick her brain about how she does her job, and yes, we are on the floor in a hotel room.
3: But honestly, like, <laughs> that's funny, but also, yeah, I mean, I've been involved with NPPA for seven, I've been in the business for seven years, and... I've started out in Anchorage where I went to college and now like we're here in Athens and I'm on the board. So this is actually a really amazing weekend and I'm, I'm excited. So even though we're in a closet, <laughs> it's still really awesome. And I'm super, I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm very excited that we're sharing the same floor space. <laughs> <You do>. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> Um, okay, so
2: I guess back to you and back to like your philosophy on your job and how it is that you go about your job tell us tell us more about being a television news photographer at w t b f in Nashville, the perks, what you like about it, what it allows you to do, and your philosophy
3: okay, so um, I love working in Nashville because i'm i mean I'm a daily I'm a day-turn photojournalist for the news station, so I cover a lot of, like, breaking news, spot news, and, and everything you'd kind of expect from day-turns. But I also get to focus a lot of time on holder stories, and um, our station has even allowed us to do some 30-minute documentaries, which has been super unique for a TV station, I think, in this age. Um, so that's great. Um, so even though... I didn't actually see myself really getting into TV. And I just kind of went down that path. And now it's turned into a really fulfilling thing in other areas where now I I kind of, I crave like the, the breaking news and the day turn side of things just as much as I had kind of originally went into it, which was form kind of holder, kind of longer form stories and like documentary style stories. And I get a lot of both. So that's like, that's really awesome. And that's, what I really love about working for the station at Nashville. Um, My biggest priority, and obviously we're going to talk about this, but it's just finding moments in all of those things. And I think, especially being like a news photographer, finding those things in day-turn stories and in breaking stories is really special. And so I think what I didn't realize when I started out, I think I thought, you know, it was you were more likely to find those kinds of things in those moments in like the longer stories and the longer form, the holder stories that you'd spend weeks and months on. But what I found is that you can find those things in in stories that you turn in four or five hours, which I think actually has kind of become even more valuable to me. So I think that's kind of been my philosophy is to just go out and find those those moments and those things that make you feel something, whether it's something you're going to put months into or something you're going to only get a couple hours into. And if you can do that in those shorter turns, that's even more fulfilling. So how do you, how do you do that?
2: You know, for someone who's just getting into the business or who has been in the business for a couple of years, what do you mean by moments? What is a moment and how do you go about capturing it and incorporating it into the story?
3: So I've thought about this for a while, and I have a hard time explaining in words and having a good description for what I think a moment is, I think I've tried to come up with that, and I've struggled a lot with that, because for me, it's always kind of been generated around my feeling, and I think that recognizing how I feel and how it's really directly related to how other people feel and how viewers or the audience kind of feels, um, that connection is really important. And so I think that for me, a moment, capturing a moment has been kind of finding a reaction or a situation that someone's in where they make you feel something for how they're reacting or how they're feeling. Um, and I don't, I don't just mean you know they say something or, or they start crying, so you know you feel sad necessarily. I mean, even simple things that kind of give us that human connection, just um, you know, laughing over something or, or you know, taking a bite of food and and kind of showing some enjoyment for the even just the tiny little things like that. And so for me, that's what a moment is. It's it's like this connection between, like you go from journalist to you know, interview or whatever. And that completely breaks down into like, we're both just human beings. And we're both experiencing these things. And they'll make us sad or happy or make us frustrated. Um, And so I think from the beginning, for me, I was just recognizing that in myself and being like, Oh, that was, you know, that was really upsetting for me, or that that was, you know, hilarious. So I I, what happens if I put that in the story, because, it's really how we were all feeling, and that's the emotion that it um, triggered. And then I found that people watching those stories were reacting in those ways as well. And so I kind of found that connection to be, you know, really related to, okay, like this is what people are getting, and this is what's driving the story, and when you talk about it later, what do they remember? And it's they remember the feeling. And so I've always kind of made that direct where i can't where i can't really describe what the moment is i know that it's this feeling that that we all share and it's very basic um and so i think that that's really important and that's what i try to always always look for in any kind of a story if that makes
2: sense <laughs> so how often do moments happen and the way that you're describing them it makes me think that it's something that is because they're so special It makes me think that they don't happen very often. So, is that a correct assessment? If so, why? If not, why?
3: I think they happen all the time. I think they happen a lot more. I feel like maybe it's easy to put that on a pedestal in a way and say, like, oh, this is just this one grand thing, and I can only capture it this one time in this story that I've put, you know, weeks or days into. And I I don't think that's the case. I think recognizing the small moments down to... And this is my best example of this, is when I, am like, mic someone up and I kind of give them some distance. And I've had this a few times, especially with people who are kind of maybe a story that's following up on some sort of a tragedy or going through the remains of their home that's been burned or something like that. Sighs, to me, are, like, the best example. And they make me so, like it just really brings me down to this, like, like I kind of said before, this human connection where it's like, we all know what it's like to have that really intimate, just kind of like, <sighs> moment with ourselves. And when I hear that, because I mic someone up or something, it just gives me this like, to me, that's like this huge, exciting thing. And it's like not a big, de- it's just a sigh. But I think to me, that's like a big moment. And that's going to go in the story. They shared something that small and quiet and intimate with us because, you know, they know that we're there and they know that they're wearing a mic. Um, So for me, that kind of stuff happens all the time. I miss it all the time too. We all do. So I think that, yeah, there's like the big, huge moments that, maybe only come around, like, once in a story. And then they, I think there's, like, little things that can come around much more often. And if you're kind of paying attention and listening and understanding that they are they can be very basic, then then they can be happening constantly. And it's that intimate connection that really, it sounds like,
2: you paint your stories with. Is that yeah, true?
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. When I, and I think from the very beginning, I, I think I was under, like... When I realized that people got to a level of comfort where they would do things like that, like, I don't think, I think when I started shooting, I assumed if I was ever wearing a lav or being interviewed, I would never sigh or have those moments. I would never be comfortable enough. And then when enough people did it around me, I realized, like, okay, this is people being themselves and this is normal. And this is what our viewers need to see is that level of normalcy instead of, like, kind of the formal interview that we see a lot, and that's beneficial a lot in in its own way. But, um, yeah.
2: Catherine, can you go into a little more detail about when you say people, it's just people being people or people being normal. What is it that you mean by that? And what is it that you're looking for? And what do you hope to establish for your viewers when you're capturing those kinds of moments?
3: So there's... I guess there's always a level of, you know, we're a news crew, we're here, we're kind of invading, and, you know, we've got this gear, and so it's kind of causing this very irregular time for for whomever we're we're speaking with. Um, so I think as soon as we kind of show up and, and start telling a story, we have to kind of break it down to get back to where normal people are when they see each other, which is just without the camera and without a reporter or microphones or all the gears and uh, gear and everything like that. Um, So when I first get to a story, like one of my biggest tasks right away is just kind of breaking all of that down and, and getting on a level with someone as if like all the gear isn't there, which is hard to do, but I feel like that's, what gets people to really open up and get comfortable. And people have to get to a level with you personally to treat you like you're kind of this normal person and not this news crew, not this... They make this maybe different connection that you're someone else. Um, And so I guess when I say talk about these little moments, to me it's when people are able to have little moments like sighs or things like that, it's just them being themselves and being comfortable and doing things that they would do, maybe in front of any stranger they met after talking for a few minutes. But I feel like for, for journalists, it's it can be hard to kind of break down from showing up and, and making them feel like, okay, you're here for a story. You have to, like, behave this certain way, which isn't how it should be at all. they You just want them to be themselves so you can translate whatever it is they're going through or whatever emotion it is that they have to the viewers because ultimately we want the viewers to get the true story. And I think initially when you meet someone, that can be hard to do. And a lot of times we're working in these quick shifts and we have these fast deadlines. So for me, it's really important to just right away get on a very, like not too personal, but on a comfortable level with someone where they can open up or they can be happy or sad or whatever they need to be in front of me and, you know, whoever, whoever I'm working with. So they can express themselves and gets to a point where they're just being them. Because if we're telling a story and someone can't be themselves, then we're really never telling the true story of that person. So I guess that's kind of what I mean. And I think that's why those little moments are so important to me is because when you when you can get the little moments and you can get on that level with someone, just imagine if you give them two or three weeks of your time, imagine what you're going to get out of them then. You know, you're really going to get to know them because you can't ever get to, you know, you can only get so far with someone in six hours. But imagine after a month, you know, if you're doing kind of one of those long, longer form projects, like you just open up this whole other level of somebody. So Yeah, that's what I'm kind of going for. (laughs) Catherine,
2: thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And we're going to have some links to your work on our website and on our Facebook page so that women out there can see exactly what it is you're talking about when it comes to moments and your description of moments and how they come in variations of sizes, large and small, etc. So... Catherine, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me in this closet with horrible, (laughs) horrible acoustics. (laughs) I appreciate your patience.
3: Thank you so much for having me in this closet. While I have a cold. <laughs> this is kind of amazing! Oh gosh, dang! No, this is great. I'm so happy. <laughs> this is I'm, awesome. I wake up with a cold tomorrow, sister. Yeah, we have to get up early for this for this I meeting know. too. I know we got to wrap up our
2: MPPA <laughs> board meeting tomorrow, but hey, it's what time? It's twelve thirty-five Eastern.
1: We're gonna get up. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna get up in about six hours. Yeah, or five
2: hours. Yeah, sounds great. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, awesome. Catherine, Catherine Stewart. From WTVF in Nashville, thank you so very much. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
1: I think that Catherine really defines a moment as finding that human connection in the story and starting from there, right? So like rolling your camera from there or writing from there and developing your characters from there, like really using that as the platform and like or the springing board or just like starting from that place.
2: Right. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, once you're able to capture that moment on video, you're able to build your story around that connection. So yeah, it's 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 going in with an open mind and an open heart and being positioning yourself to capture those moments and meeting your subject at their level and and being vo- vulnerable with them. Yeah, being vulnerable. I think you have to be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think being vulnerable is a really key ingredient to um being able to capture these moments because if you, as a storyteller, are exposing yourself, then your subject is more likely to feel like it's a safe space to also be
1: vulnerable and and to be themselves. I think that's really important. And Carolina asked you this during your presentation in Denver. Um, like as a reporter, what could I be doing to help you? As a photojournalist, find those moments, or how could I be of assistance in the storytelling process? Right. So, if if it's a two-person team and it's not just you as a photojournalist or you as an MMJ, um, how could I facilitate? I think it's really
2: important for the reporter and the photojournalist to be as cohesive as possible, and. When I have a camera on my shoulder and I'm looking into that viewfinder and I'm capturing whatever it is that's going on, it's really important for the reporter to be an extra set of eyes to see the bigger picture of what I'm not capturing so that you can alert me to, you know, goings on That I need to capture. So, like if I'm, you know, just shooting an exterior or getting some sort of like really boring B roll, but there's a moment that's about to happen, I might not be aware of it. And you need to be that extra set of eyes and you need to let me know so that I can swing my camera around and get us in a position to be able to capture that moment. So, that's an element of, you know, how the team is really critical. to facilitating the capture of those moments and putting together a stronger story. I think um, another thing is, you know, the reporter just kind of needs to step back a little bit also and not interject or interrupt a moment that is happening or about to happen. You just need to, like, let it play out and let it wrap up and after that then ask questions or then you know maybe probe the convert uh, probe you know for more answers or for you know an explainer of what just happened or why so i think that's another way that um the reporter can help i will
1: say that ever since your um your moments presentation, thinking in moments, right? So so arriving on scene and sort of anticipating moments, it has made my stories stronger because I am no longer approaching stories the way I used to approach them, right? I am now sort of looking for things that I didn't look for before and and that in turn has... Um, made my story stronger. So, that's it great. works. I yeah. promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It just it adds uh, a layer,
2: a more dynamic layer to your storytelling, and it's so much more interesting than you know track bite, track bite, track bite. It's like if you're able to throw in moments there with some natural sound, it's like your storytelling is just elevated to another stratosphere, and it's. So worth it, and it's so much more interesting. I hate the track bite, track bite, track
1: bite, (laughs) but that's another conversation for another day. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, now I was operating on that sound, honey. Okay, but I just was saying, (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
2: yeah, no, yeah, you're good, you're good, and and I think uh, if if anybody out there listening is interested in seeing a bunch of moments kind of put together both big moments small moments i have a moments montage on my vimeo channel so if you just go to vimeo.com slash carolyn hall it's one of the top videos there that you can watch and just kind of see like this five minute video of all these different moments that i've captured during my time working in tv news
1: yes a great resource That'll do it for this episode of Women on Deadline, a podcast about her experience in TV news. I'm Sierra Starks. And I'm Carolyn Hall. That lovely voice you will hear counting us out of show in a moment is Emily Allen. She's a producer at NBC5 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now, if you're a producer and want to lend your voice to the podcast, send us an email at womenondeadline at gmail.com. Special thanks again to our guest, Katherine Stewart. She's a photojournalist at W tvf in nashville tennessee stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about why self-care is so 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 important till then be great carolyn be great sierra out in five four three two one nice job team Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do,